I am not a werewolf, but I am your host, Scott O'Dell. I'm joined by host Jeff Garst. Hey, Scott, not a werewolf. And host Peter Evans. Hello, hello. We played a game called Letter Jam. We did. That Jeff played at Gen Con, is that correct? Yes, came out at Gen Con this year. Uh, the reason why it's apropos is because we have it at Spielbound now. It's in the library and we have copies for sale. Oh. Should people buy this game? Well, we you want to describe what it is first? What the game is first. No, don't buy it, people. You can turn off the podcast right now. Okay, Scott's wrong. <laughs> uh, and I will spend the next 30 minutes explaining to you why. It won't take 30 minutes to prove so, me wrong. So, on the first What day, is Letter Jam? No. Okay, so Letter Jam is a word cooperative word deduction game. Now, those three things <laughs> I don't think normally go together. I don't know a lot of cooperative word games. I don't know a lot of cooperative deduction games. I don't know a lot of word deduction games. Well, I guess most word games are word deduction games. But you know what I mean. Those three things normally don't go together. So what happens? Every player has a word in front of them that's all scrambled up. Uh, and then they reveal one letter of that word to everyone else at the table and not themselves. So in the similar to Hanabi, right? Like everyone can see your cards, but you can't see your own. Indian poker, yeah. Um, Just one card at a time, though. you're allowed to call it that anymore. But um, <laughs> Okay. Fair so you can, there's a total of six cards on the table, regardless of the number of players. So you can see five of the six cards. Um, once cards get flipped over... You start bidding. You say, I can make a six-letter word. I can make a four-letter word. I can make a five-letter word, right? And then there's also a wild card in the middle that allows you to have vowels if you don't have them otherwise. The group decides who is going to give the clue, and then once they decide, that person lays out chips next to the letters that are being used. So they'll put the one chip next to the first letter, the two chip next to the second letter, and so on. So if I were spelling the word cat, I'd put the one next to the C, the two next to the A, the three next to the T. You understand. Then you have to basically try to guess what your letter is. And if you think you know your letter, then you can put that letter down and bring up your next letter. Um, after a certain number of turns, everybody has to try to guess what word is in front of them. If all th the players in the game get the word right, the team wins. If not, the team loses. Did I leave anything out? No, I think the the chips in the middle for giving the hints, I think, is a nice addition because oh, yes. it uh, keeps it so that it's not just one player dominating the game. So if there's somebody who's really good at, you know, jumble or, you know, scrabble or something uh, where they're you know good at making the words, uh, this makes it so that everybody has to, at some point, give a word. And depending on player count, I think, like, we played a game of three, so each of us had to give two clues before we could unlock uh, these clues in the center. So it's it's... A really nice way to make it so that everyone gets to participate yeah. and it's not being dominated by one player. I, and I really like this game because it sort of forces you to think about what other players will see after your turn and how that might affect their decision. So, like, I can see, for example, that Scott has the letter T. Um, and so I have to think about what word can I give him where if I leave a letter out, it is clear that it is the letter T. Right, and I don't. So I don't want to put, for example, I don't want to put the, because that could be she. Um, the back of the box uses the example W A blank E R. Right, but that could water. be water or waver or wafer or wager or wager. Right, so that would be a horrible clue. And so I have to think. I have to using the information I have in front of me. Think about what is the other person going to see and how is that going to affect it. 
another example we had Peter and Scott both had the letter T in front of them and I was trying Peter had an idea of what his word was Scott had no idea what his what his letter was and so I wanted to spell the word latte so I could give them both a clue but I had to think is it easier for me to give them the to give Scott the first T or the second T so that he can figure out his own T? Which one is going to be easier for him to figure out what his letter is? And that's an interesting thought process to like write it out and say like, okay, which one of these? Well, and for that one, we didn't have an E. Right, we which didn't have turned an e. out to help. Well, we all we all lost. <laughs> yeah, just, it wasn't. We'll, we'll we'll spoil the ending. We, we all didn't, were only. We were all off by I think a letter. Yeah, I was worse than that, but. But yeah, I, so he gave we had a, a latte. We had several rounds where we then, didn't have any vowels. Yes, we did. Yeah, so my my I had the second T, and then the last one, the E was the asterisk. So uh, the the next hint that came out, I, I interpreted it as something else, and that was the last hint of the game. So I had to make a guess, and so I, I guessed wrong, and uh, I, I guessed a C instead of a T. And so it's kind of fun, I think, at the end of the game because what you have is you have your five letters face down. You don't actually know what any of them are, but you have a guess. You have to rearrange those five letters to spell what you think is a word. And then you have to say, okay, I think I just spelled the word water. And you flip it over and it's like, kafuminapa. And you're like, never mind. <laughs> right? And it, it's fun. So I thought I was spelling the word ruble, like the Russian dollar. And I spelled uh, google. Because yeah. I had a G instead of an R, and it was supposed to be... And you were trying to get bugle. Or bulge, yeah. yeah. Um, well, well, PG-13. Mine was... The word was Terra. <laughs> and I I, th- I thought the T was a C, because I, I, I think the words you gave me, I thought it was latch and then chick instead of thick. Yeah. So these five-letter words that we were trying to decipher came from us. Like, I gave you yours, Peter, and you gave yeah. Jeff his. So there is also some strategy. In and I, right. I picked Terra, because I was like, oh, it's really clever... It's but a, actually, it was a really good one because you know, there's there's really only you know one word you can get out of those letters. However, but if you couldn't figure it out, yeah, if I couldn't figure yeah. out the one that was missing, yeah, which I, was was part of the problem because that last letter was T, and I was not making a good word out like, of what I had. Right. Yeah. I gave Scott twigs, so and I, he thought he was spelling. What do you think you were spelling? I was I spigs or I have no yeah I got the S or and I had the G and yeah I, I did not have the T or the W yeah I tried to spell carer and because I yeah it, it wrong, yeah this is not I don't know maybe you can tell me this game's not for me Jeff it's a fun game I think it's fun I think it makes you think in new and different in different ways than I would argue games. it's not fun. I don't is missing the fun. No, so I, I, I really like word games, and this one, I like because I think it's difficult. Yes, I, I think I agree. The, so many of these party games are too easy. I think, or they're just a versus game, so it doesn't matter if they're easy or not. I think that explains where. I think that explains where the problem between my opinion and your opinion is, is because I've played a lot of word games, and I like some better than others. Uh, you know. I like Marcus's word game, and I, you know, Bananagram is fine, stuff like that. Um, Let's see, the two you just named there are speed games, which are, yes. it goes to the bottom of my well, list. Well, that's what I'm saying is a lot no of offense, letter Marcus. a lot of letter games or a lot of word games, you can, if you suck at spelling like I do, or, you know, I had to learn disability growing up. I wasn't a great reader. I'm, you know, a lot of, a lot of other games have some way to mitigate that. This, it's like, if you're not good at words and if you're not good at, because it's like, it's, 
it's not just that you have to think of clever clues. And I like that part a lot, thinking of the clever clues. But I have to, based on, I have to, based on what you gave me, use deduction. And so that I'm just like going through every possibility. Well, you got to put yourself in every other person who's involved right. in your clues yes. seat yes. to realize, okay, what are they going to know from right. this hint? Which and is it, how sometimes they even can... Even more players, I think, could be, make it harder. It, it would. And I think it also adds in a layer of like... There are some times in this game where it might not be a good it might not be a good idea to have a huge vocabulary because if you give if <laughs> yes. I give Scott a word that he doesn't yes. know yes um you know no no not to say that that Scott no. I had no that's Scott fine doesn't, that, but this is definitely what I, I'm what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is there are certain there are certain games we don't pick at family gatherings because you know I have a family member who's not good at you know, writing or reading. So we don't, you know, we don't play Balderdash with them. Yeah. Like, this this would not be the game to put with right. somebody who struggles with words. This right. is, right. if you got people who love doing the jumble or love playing Scrabble, right. this is a really fun way to use some of that vocabulary and some of that yes. word but I love. Will, yeah. I will say, I think the mitigating factor here is the cooperation. Like, because I want you to get your word, right. it, it, it forces me to give you a word that I think you know. And maybe next time we played we would play better and work together to mitigate certain things. Cause I had, I had E blank, 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 blank being my, uh, right. You knew my, that they were the same. Letter. So I'm like, okay, well it's probably egg, but going back to my previous clue, it was, could have been ebb, could have been error. Yeah. Been, it was yeah. blank star G star and the star is, you know, the, the wild card. And so I, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, you have to decide if trying to figure out what your word could be sounds fun to you based on the clues on the board. And it sounds like you guys think that is fun, and I just well, don't. I think it's also like the if you like crossword puzzles. Yeah. Yes. Right? Where you're like, I okay, so I know I have a three-letter word where it's yes. E blank blank, and right. I know yes. the second two are the yeah, same Yeah, crossword letter. skill would definitely yes. help a lot here, too. Right. But crosswords, crosswords. Crosswords, there's a lot of deduction there but there is usually some like trivia you know mm -hmm. like right. there's a so that what this felt to me like was when we would do the word searches in school and it's like i don't understand like people would get their word search and they just start circling stuff and i would just have to go through every line and then at the end of the day i'm like how how is this in any way <laughs> meaningful like well, yeah. what is <laughs> Coming from an educator, word searches are not a meaningful educational <laughs> no. activity. So, right. no, that's but the goal of letter jam right. is not. Educational. But it was clear that's, that when people, some people got word searches, like well, the words just like lit up in their minds, like pattern was, recognition. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And mine has never been, like I'm a, a lot better at pattern recognition when it's not words. And I don't know. It's also f 45 minutes on the box, and like we played kind of quick, but it's a long. It is a long word deduction game. Like, and the end goal is one single word, which yeah. can make it. Because it's it's a check edition, uh, check edition games edition game, and it's in their box, their standard size box, and it just it for whatever reason doesn't feel like their other games yeah, as much. But no, you're right. I would not bring this to the same crowd that I show code names. It's it's yeah. It's meant for you a mean different. You want to bring it to everyone? Yeah, I mean co code names. You literally can play with yeah. well. Codenames pictures you I, can play with everyone. I, I can tell you about my, my, my mother and mother-in-law's awful game of codenames, where my nine-year-old made fun of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I, I really, really like this game, and I, I think it's really fun when you play it with, with 
you know, and I know this is another thing. That, like, it's a really fun game when you play with people who really like word games right. because the words they come up with are fun and interesting and make you think. And, you know, they're there's something to be said for being able to come up with words where there's right. no alternative, right? Like yeah. if I spell blank E-B-R-A-S-K-A, I know that's Nebraska, right? There's no other word right. that fits there. And, you know, my wife, for whatever reason, has an undergraduate degree in, in English literature. And, you know, my brother-in-law and his girlfriend both really, really like words and stuff. And so I'm sure they'll have a lot of fun with this. And, you know, I'll go play. Yeah. No, it's, theme, it's rare that a game is not for me. This is one of the games that's not for me. I will say, the theme is completely lost on me. The tokens are fruit. What is the theme? But I didn't the, know there was a theme. The to- it's, the jam, it's jam. You're making jam? The tokens are fruits, which makes sense, but the thing that you put your clues on is a flower? I don't know a lot of fruits that grow on flowers, but okay. There is no uh, flavor text. All, <laughs> to be a fruit, it has to come from a flower. And then the first thing written in the rules is welcome to the jam, which makes me think it's like a concert. <laughs> it's it there's, de- The theme is... It describes, eesh. there's nothing, there's no mention of fruit or flowers. Oh, and then how you score your game is based on the tastiness of the jam. Okay, so you're making jam together is the theme, I guess. Yeah, but then what are the flowers? It just doesn't make like the well, theme fruit, makes no sense. To, to be a fruit, it has to come from a flower. From a flower that like grows out of the ground. Yeah, all all fruits. That is weird because apples do come, not come from flowers; they come from trees. The tree flowers first. Code names. What? Code names has a, a bananas trees. Do, I guess bananas. Oh, I love this. So our copy of the rules have uh, a post-it note that says the app isn't working yet, so you can use. Something solver or the wordfinder.com. Probably anagram solver. Yeah. So there's going to be an app, which, I mean, I, I instantly grabbed my phone because I was like, I don't, because I was spelling cannabis and I was like, how do you spell cannabis? And that's not how I thought, apparently. And my innocent mind was like, what word is he yeah, trying he, to spell? Yeah. Jeff, Jeff C-A- really struggled with cannabis. What word starts with C-A-N-N-A? I'm like, not cannibal, <laughs> not cannon. And then when I realized later it was a B, I was like, oh, he's spelling weed. And <laughs> it was a really good clue. It was. It was a really good clue. I, once I learned how to I spell it. I instantly put my letter down and what, what's the what, next one? Was it, were you the N on that one? Uh, I, you know what? I think so I had the A. a. You the a. Yeah, yeah, so my A was repeated. So yeah, because you, you had it twice. You had yeah. C blank, N, N blank, B, I, S. Like, mm-hmm. that's so yes. yeah. It's like, oh. And then you said it, Pete. You're like, is that how you spell that word? And I was like, I think so. All right, this game is not for me, but it might be for you. And we have copies of Spielbound, both to play in the library and for sale. You equivocated a little bit. I thought we were going to fight more about that game. Oh, I, I, I don't think it's fun. You're wrong. But I, I recognize, I recognize that the cooperative nature of the game, uh, and the fact that some people think like, oh, like when we were getting four letter clues, and it was like either two or three of the four letters were star or blank. It was like this is not fun, like. Scott, you've gotten nicer, and I don't know how I feel about it. I've gotten nicer. All right. I mean, truthfully, yeah. I mean, I don't like the game. But that doesn't mean it's not a good game. For more disagreements between Scott and Jeff with Peter playing the role of the moderate, uh, please (laughs) log in next time. Can that be Peter's nickname, the moderate? The moderate. (laughs) Uh, Please log in next time uh, where we talk about the game Deep Blue Days of Wonders new release. See you next time on part three of Spielcast. Eclipse. 
The Spielcast is recorded at Spielbound Board Game Cafe in Omaha, Nebraska. You can reach us at spielcast at spielbound.org, or you can always tweet at us at spielbound with the hashtag spielcast. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts, and as always, please give us a five-star rating. Thanks for listening.